You're listening to an episode of the Formed and Sent podcast from the week of June 17th, 2019. On this week's episode, Michael and I are going to continue a conversation that we started with Adam Hanauer, one of the pastors here at The Village, last week about work and rest. So, uh, before you listen to this episode, if you haven't listened to the last episode yet, we would encourage you to do that. Uh, Much of our conversation focused on work, and as we, in part two, talk about rest, much of what we say is going to be built on what we talked about last time. So we'd encourage you to listen to that one first and then come back to this episode if you've not heard that one yet. But we are super excited for you to hear this conversation. We're glad that Adam came to be part of this conversation. He helped us kick off our sermon series called Toil and Rest, where we just want to talk about the idea, the biblical idea of what work and rest really are. Talk about how we misunderstand and and misapply both of those things in our lives, but how through Jesus uh, we can come back to the beauty and the purpose of what it means to be a worker and what it means to to rest. And so we are super excited for you to listen to the conclusion of our conversation where we focus mainly on rest and just talk about maybe some final words, share some final thoughts that we have with you uh, as you've been listening through this conversation. So if you would like some more information about the Village Church, you can find us online at myvillagechurch.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We hope this is helpful. Enjoy. So uh, let's shift into rest um, since we've hidden on it and been talking about it. So just like we did with work, what what is rest? How would we define rest? Uh, I'll take a stab at it. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll say two components. One like being a theological component and the other being like the practice. Um, surrender and submission to God being God is like the the theological well everything that Adam just said mm-hmm. like all that stuff is is theological what gets us rest there. yeah but then uh, surrender and submission to God being God is like if you can do that then then you rest mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but then practically it's it's um, man the I, I say the rhythm of intentionally putting down yeah. productivity mm. how about that I said not working. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, all, two uh, ways of but, saying the same thing: tomato, uh, tomato. Okay. Yeah. You could probably not work and not rest. Yeah. But and yeah. there's yeah. lots done. Yeah. yeah. There, but yeah. <laughs> That's great. But I do think there's like intentional. Intentional. And, sure. and, and again, I mean, this plays out in different people's scenarios and situations. But yeah, I mean, like laying it down. And mm-hmm. I know my struggle is like I have a really hard time laying anything down, and so. Even if it's not on email, even if it's not on a laptop, you know, it's, you know, I'm working, you know, I know mm-hmm. what meetings I have tomorrow. I know what I've got to, you know, figure out. I know what I haven't gotten figured out yet that I'm kind of worrying about. Yeah. And so there's this constant, you can't set it down. And so for me, rest is like, I believe the gospel and, and like set it down intentionally mm-hmm. um, and breathe because yeah. I'm not God and he is. Yeah. I'm not spinning the world around. He is. I'm not keeping my heart beating. He is. And so, but, but that's, man. That's a struggle. So I don't, yeah. need to, I don't even need to preach Sunday then. There it was. Is that what you're going to say? Mm-hmm. Stuff? Just play this clip. Yeah. That's what I think None. I might do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have to show do. up. I just rest on Sunday. 
But that would be a problem. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would, uh, again, going back to Genesis, and we obviously see God rest. And to like w- what he does on that day is he ceases from all of the work that he's done the last six days. All that ordering and all that, you know, purposing and, and all of that stuff. Like he, he ceases that work that's mm-hmm. done. And then he rests in the place that he created, like where he wants to dwell or whatever. And so, um, but even our understanding of, like, I think when we think of rest, it's like, let, you know, sit back, kick up our feet and right. don't do anything. Right. And I think disengagement yeah. is like the wrong idea that we have of rest. Like it's ceasing doing anything. Like you <laughs> right. just, you know, and you see where the Pharisees the got the yeah, law absolutely. of like, you can't walk this many steps and you yeah. can't go up elevators. Yeah. Uh, or, or maybe you can, and that's the only way you can get up and down stairs or whatever. But like, yep. like, yeah, all of that stuff, because all of a sudden it becomes about not doing something. Whenever that, what did God stop doing something on mm-hmm. the seventh? Well, no, he, he dwelt and he ruled mm-hmm. and he reigned. Mm-hmm. It's just that he, like the ordering of stuff was was done, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. so now he just got to administer and oversee and mm-hmm. dwell in and enjoy and yeah. all all of the the stuff that was already there, and so I think for for us like to take that pattern that that image of rest like in our own lives, it's man, it, it can look different for different people, but man, to to stop mm-hmm. stop ordering mm-hmm. or like your life, stop like trying to build it out and make it like just just dwell in it, right yeah. and. You know, have have dominion over it for a day. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it. Enjoy you know, it. Yeah. live in it. And maybe you enjoy it by being busy and doing stuff around the house. And maybe you enjoy it by laying in a hammock. I mean, whatever that looks like. But yeah. to to actually like dwell in the thing that that you've spent the last six days, you know, working on mm-hmm. um, so hard, like to to enjoy. It. If you don't stop and enjoy it, like then I, I think it's really easy to lose the point of why you're doing what you're doing in the first place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know how I would define that, but I mean, rest <laughs> being like dwelling in the, maybe just the stop ordering and purposing stuff and just to, to dwell yeah. in, in the midst of what you and God have co-labored like so far to, to build in your life. Just yeah, and I think I I do think like rest, it, you know, again, you talk about overindulge and we can get into some of that too, but it is really you know, it's the same way work is changing your perspective. It, you know, God changes our perspective on rest. So it's meant to reflect, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's not just to disengage, right? And escape reality and, you know, distract myself for a period of time. Yeah. Because you're coping. Mm -hmm. You're, you're, and again, guilty, right? I mean, you know, you're just coping right now and you want to escape and not, it's not that, right? Um, You you could be doing the same things, um, but it is, it is being mindful. And again, that's why, like, I'm not spinning this world around mm-hmm. God is and I need to rest and yeah. set it down. And sometimes I need help doing that, mm-hmm. like shutting my brain off, being present with my kids and my family or participating in something that's bringing me joy. But also like, you know, I'm thankful that God allows me to do that. Right. Like yeah. I want to reflect that time back to him as well. So there's a reason why it's a command. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to honor the Sabbath, keep the Sabbath. Right. Because if I'm not, a lousy God. Yeah, yeah, right. Like <laughs> oh it's a it's a reminder that you yeah. are not God. Yep. Like God is the one who dwells here and is having dominion over everything and keeping the world spinning. That's not you. And if you can't do that, then you have an identity crisis. <laughs> I mean, but this is you real. Know, like I'm, that's, I'm, I'm getting ready to go on vacation you know, <clears throat> tomorrow, right? So we're going down and like unplugging and like I wrestle with because if I just rest for five days and everything just goes on without like yeah. 
pretty soon they're gonna find out. Like we don't need Adam around. You know what I mean? But that that's that's the real practical tension that goes on in your heart, right? It's like, well, I need to be involved in that or on that call because I, you know, and, yeah, or not, right? And, right. And, and again, there, you know, there's times that that's necessary and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, man, I can lay it down. I can mm-hmm. lay it down for five straight days, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So what are some of the ways, we've kind of had maybe on a couple, but like, man, how, how do we just like work, maybe misunderstand and misuse it? Let's say we live for it or we neglect it entirely. I mean, yeah. that's what I see. Yeah. Yeah. You live for it. Like you're, you exist to rest. <clears throat> Not true. Um, or you neglect it. You exist to work. <clears throat> also not true. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, you're very good at like summary, um, but just I self-indulge. I mean, we just use mm. it as a coping, as a means to cope, as a means to escape, and our culture and technology it just allows that so much where we can overindulge, and and we've all had that feeling too, where you know, even there's things that maybe you should be paying attention to, not mm. even work, like your family, or mm. you know, there's other things that that are, are restful, not considered work that you could engage in. Instead, you choose to not do mm-hmm. that so you can, you know, escape reality yeah. or, or not think about, you know, some of those things or, you know, have the conversation that you should be having. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a huge way. Um, and that's what we talked about or you just don't do it. You feel like you have to be working all the time. And Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Both ditches to, to work for the weekend, right? To work for just so you can rest. Mm-hmm. Like that, that being the goal of work is for you to do nothing or for you to play or whatever. Like, well, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not the purpose of work. Mm-hmm. You know, the purpose of work is again, to order purpose, beautify all of those things, God's garden, not your own. And so, yeah, you get to enjoy that, mm-hmm. but like, but you don't put in the work just so you can, just so you can enjoy it. Like that is a, an inward perspective on, right. on what work is. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So on, on the flip side, it's a really rest should be something that like, re-energizes us, recalibrates us so that we can look outward again and then re- re-engage work. I, I think that's one of the ways we misuse it is we we act like rest and work are separate things or that they're not indicators of the other in some way. And really, if we're resting well, then we're, then, then we should work Absolutely. well. And if we're working well, we should be able to rest well. I think that's one of the, like, I, I, I think people that struggle to rest sometimes, like it might be because you just don't let yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't think you can. Or maybe it's because you're trying to rest, but like you're, you're really not working even for yeah. the right thing. And so you're, you're spending your time doing stuff that's not important. That's really not what you were made for. And so when you try to lay your head on the pillow at night, like your head's still spinning and everything mm-hmm. else, because you're not sure if what you've put your hands to that day really matters at all. And so like, I think that's part of it as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. And so just, just this idea that, um, yeah, rest and, and work go hand in hand and really rest is meant to recalibrate us I think outward and not to be something that's self-serving mm-hmm. inward you know yeah I think refueling refreshing that's all the, like that's yes yeah. for real yeah not yeah. just for your phone battery like that's yeah. like a real thing like, yeah because yeah. if I never if I never stop <laughs> and am reminded let myself be reminded that the world doesn't revolve around me and I just continue going back into my workplace or to be at home and, and rearing my kids or whatever I'm doing and I'm going out into the world thinking that the world revol- like needs me and revolves around me and then I'm like, then what am I, what am I carrying into my workplace? What am I taking, what am I keeping in my home? What am I, like I'm carrying and, and bringing this worldview, this perspective that like it all hinges on me. That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And so like, 
Like really Sabbath and rest, regular rest is like a way to preach the gospel to yourself and like uproot idolatry, I think. Yeah, they're both different sides. Like it, yeah. they're both gifts, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, work is a gift. And I get out that totally changes perspective. But Sabbath is a gift. And I think, again, Jesus and his disciples and, you know, um, the Sabbath is made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Like Absolutely. they're, they're yeah. what a gift that God, you know, which all of his commands are that, but what a gift that, you know, he's telling us mm-hmm. that there, we need to build into our regular rhythms, right? And it looked different and it was mm-hmm. definitely abused, but, yeah. you know, time to set it yeah. down and, and to, to rest. And that's, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, so why does rest like feel impossible sometimes or like it's, it's not, never enough or conflicts with work or like, yeah, yeah. Why is rest in particular so tough? I think, to I think it begins as everything does, like, it's theological first and like remembering all of this stuff that we, but you cannot bypass that. Like if you start with the practice um, and, and you, oh, you're a workaholic and you say, I, I need, gosh, I, all right, I've got to be more about rest. Then you're going to, you're going to take a day off and mm-hmm. then uh, you're going to look at your phone. You're going to open up an app that has to do with work and you're going to, oh gosh, that's work. Yeah. Uh, condemn. No, like that is not it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. although like I, I know maybe your wife and, I, I love it when, when things are unhealthy in my life and I'm like, oh, a day off work and like uh, answer a call and like I, I have that like look from Kim like, is this work? Or, you know, it's like, I, I don't know if it's Maybe. working or not. It's, it's a friend. It's part of the village. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's Adam's calling me. Again. Uh, he has yeah. a funny joke he wants to do. Uh, yeah. So anyway, like uh, all, all that to say, it's theological first that we remember all of this stuff, and when we forget that, then it's just this toil that never ends or whatever. Um, and, and to the Ten Commandment piece, I just, it's incredible that, like, in our culture, how much we diminish Sabbath. Mm. And, and we just, like, oh, Christ, he's the Lord of the Sabbath, so, like, yeah. don't have to, like, myself included. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not a thing. And and if anybody tries to say, gosh, you like, you work a lot, you know, and then you're like, yeah, but the Sabbath's made for man, not made for the Sabbath. And so, like, I'm not chained to that. No, you're chained to something else, yeah. right? And you need to figure out what that is. But mm. but you wouldn't say that of any of the other Ten Commandments. And we, uh, the assumption is we know how we interact with the law, that it, that we're not under the law, we're under grace. But <clears throat> but still, why would he tell his people to mm-hmm. live this way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's good. Why would he do that from the second chapter of the Bible? Because mm-hmm. it's good. What, mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did that to model for us. That it's good, and, and you look at Exodus and manna, and he did. Gosh, this is a sermon. I know you're ah. <laughs> but but anyway, uh, but but you just look at all this, and and like who would reject, like don't steal. You wouldn't be like, well, that's you know Christ. I'm not under the law. Like no, don't steal. You should not. It's you good. shouldn't murder. Yeah. You shouldn't commit adultery. And then we're like talking about the Sabbath. It's like, well, yeah, but you know we're free. For, that's interesting that yeah. we do that. Yeah, it's so like work is so self-serving, um, and and I'm not trying to minimize just. I know seasons and difficulty of just work being hard and mm-hmm. you got to do everything that you can do to get by and yeah. no end in sight. And, it's, you know, and so I'm not minimizing any of that. Anyway, it's theological first and it's practical second. And it yeah. has to be that way. Yeah. And in the practice, we can, whatever, like it, it shakes out. It's just, it's really tough. If we don't get the theology right, mm-hmm. then you're never going to get to a place that's, you know, that, that you can rest whether you're working or not. Yeah, and I would say because there's always something to do, right? So I oh, feel, oh, but yeah. it's hard because there's always something to do. Like yeah. there's always something to do, and that and, and that could be distractions or thing to participate in. But mm-hmm. you know, you're I came down here tonight, and, and Mike was like, "Hey, how was your day? Did uh, did you get all the things done?" <laughs> <laughs> and 
you know, no, I mean, no. And, and there's, you know, there's going to be 10 more tomorrow and you know, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have to quit the three that I thought were the most important <laughs> yesterday. And, yeah. you know, and so there, it's just this never ending thing. And so it feels impossible because if it's not theological, if we're not trusting in the gospel and the mm-hmm. story, then you can't rest. Yeah. The way that God intended to it. Yeah. yeah. You can you can escape, you can cope, you can do all those things, but you, you can't really rest. Yeah. So, And I, I think we miss the uniqueness of God's command to Sabbath when, you know, we're living in 2019. Like, well, maybe we don't. Uh, it, it honestly should preach the same message mm-hmm. that it did when it was originally, like, originally written, like in Genesis talking about rest because the context like surrounding, like all the peoples back at that time, like, they were ruled by you know gods that literally only created them mm-hmm. you know to work and to do their bidding, or they were under kings who like were just slave drivers, right? And so the message that was preached to uh, to to those people, to the other kingdoms, the other nations um, outside of Israel, around Israel, was like, man, like you are made to work. There is no such thing as rest. You are made to to do our bidding and no more. Mm-hmm. Like. Honestly, like you're not an image bearer. You are simply a cog in a wheel to get work done. Like we up here, we are the image bearers. We are the gods. We're the whatever. And you're just this thing, work. Mm -hmm. So for all of a sudden, this story of like Israel's God to break in and say, like, I'm going to order this thing. You get to like, you know, you're going to work too. Be fruitful, be multiply. Oh, and and rest. Yeah. Like regularly. Like that that preached a very different message. Yeah. To the surrounding culture at the time, and honestly, today is no different. Like, if Christians were known for how well we rested and how hard we worked, like, man, like what a what a unique picture that gives to a work-driven, overstressed, anxious, you know, workaholic culture that we live in. Yeah. You know, and you know, the flip side of like, well, I just want what I want when I want it. You know, like it, it preaches against both of those things to something that's better than both of those things. You know, yeah. What are you, are you getting your credit card out? Are you going to pay for something or what? <laughs> Graham's getting out his wallet. Is this sermon, is, is this this good? Podcast, is that good? It's fine. He's donating yeah, money. It's, it's okay. It's fine. I mean, He's going to read off his credit card number. Chick-fil-A. I mean, it says something to the world and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and just, and again, I, whatever about that. But, you know, we should, I can't stand Chick-fil-A on Sunday. That's when you want it the most. But, um, right. <laughs> We should be separate and distinct as it relates to this. And so mm-hmm. there should be regular rhythms where maybe we even put guardrails around it. Not in a legalistic yeah. way, but it's like, you know, yeah. I know people that, you know, there's not a time of the week that I could carve out to say this time. We're not, you know, I'm not there right, right now as a family. And so, but, but you know, at the same time, man, like to talk about where are some boundaries that we're going to place to make sure that we have healthy rhythms of rest built into our day yeah and where maybe we do say no to things intentionally yeah because we want to rest i mean yeah that, that that's yeah that yeah sets us apart for sure yeah so how does i mean we've already talked about some of these things but like how does the word how's the gospel like kind of reform and transform our understanding of rest i'd say like just in terms of like maybe getting a bigger vision for a second like imagine 24 hours of not not being, um, of not producing something. Yeah. Like, this is reflective. Like, what mm-hmm. does that make you feel like? If, if you went 24 hours, yeah. let's say this week, but then let's say, like, every week, if you went 24 hours, and I don't mean, like, you know, three days of eight hours of sleep. I mean, yeah. you know, a, a block, like, and you didn't produce something, like, just consider the weight that you would feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, gosh, I, 
I didn't get yeah. that. You know, the garage cleaned out, or just all the th- whatever it is. Yeah. You know, like just and and then just think of like the, what the gospel does is it is it turns that to an opportunity for joy yeah. and trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, that and this is like the, I, I hope people know that this. I'll say for me, I won't speak for you guys. This is discovery. This is not. I have nine years of living this way yeah. that I'm going to invite you into. It's yeah. like I have nine minutes of mm. I want. I, I don't know what it looks like, but I, I want to. Yeah. And I know that the way for me to do that is to find my rest in the finished work of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when that ha- like, and so yeah, I'll just we've said all kinds of stuff. So yeah. You have anything? I, mean, I don't think I have anything. I, again, like I was looking at my phone because Romans four. I mean, again, it just gives this big vision of from the beginning to the end, like God's intention for us to enter His rest. Mm-hmm. And so there's the fall in Genesis three. There's Israel's example over and over again of just not yeah. trusting who He is, not entering that rest. Mm-hmm. And then yet, you know, what Jesus has done for us to to truly enter that rest, which is all the stuff we talked about prior, just getting our identity from Him and yeah. um, relying on Him. And so, I mean, I, I just think it, it's. I mean, what we, it's just part of, of, of as being image bearers, living under his good rule and reign, mm-hmm. um, you know, we will, we can just breathe. There's no, yeah. there's no pressure. And, and, and again, I think even there's a distinction that we've been making that I think is good and right and healthy. But then at the same time, there's, there's this rest, this eternal yeah. rest that I can enter because again, my success or my failure is not contributing anything to my worth as a child of God, as an Absolutely. adopted son. And, yeah. um, to me, that's like, ah, oh, just contentment and satisfaction, and and I can lay my head down at night. And again, I'm, I desire this moment to moment. I'm not mm-hmm. living in it successfully all the time either. But you, know, you can lay your head down at night and just take a breath. Yeah. And got you know, and, and um, yeah, and it's 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 real real peace, contentment, and, and rest. So God's yeah. desire is eternal rest. I think even in the midst of toil. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm practically. Obviously, like we we go to work or you work on something at right. certain times yep. or whatever, and then on the other like then you don't yeah. other times. So that's what right. looks like practically. But man, right. like I mean, you you talked about yeah. this in your sermon. There's nothing yeah. if you're in Christ. There's nothing that you do. Mm-hmm. I, I think whether it's play or rest or whatever that like isn't sacred or spiritual in mm-hmm. some way that doesn't bear fruit or isn't a fruit that's been born in some way that can't have impact. And so like man, like everything that we do can create beauty and order and purpose and all those things and. We can all. We should always. There's no point in which like we stop being an heir. Like we are always an heir. We are always a recipient of the rest that we have in in Jesus, and we'll enter into fully yeah. like experience that one day. So like there, there are these like constant overlapping realities all the times, and the way that those things work themselves out practically, you know, in our lives. And I I think it is important to just acknowledge like man, that practical side of rest can be a real privilege mm. for for us. And yeah. so like. There are plenty of people that can't hop on a plane right. or take a take a day off work mm-hmm. because they're working two or three jobs and mm-hmm. they're trying to make ends meet. And so I don't think that what we don't want to say is like paint this picture that oh well you're being disobedient mm-hmm. if you can't do that. Um, <laughs> like don't pay your bills, you know, so that you can be obedient to right. this thing. I, I don't think yeah. like we are not saying that, um, and we're also not saying that man Jesus then isn't favoring you by letting you do that in some way. Like we're saying that rest is something that that transcends like whatever it is that you do, like however much quote unquote leisure time you have or time off work or whatever, 
there is this eternal component to rest that we get to walk in no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so regardless of how much time you, you, you do or don't have to, to do that, A, I would consider, do you actually have the time? Challenge yourself on that. But if you genuinely don't, then like, are you still living as someone who is working for the Lord as an heir, mm-hmm. you know, and not as someone who's striving to make something of themselves through what they do and yeah. produce throughout the week? Yeah. So, um, you know, we've got just a couple minutes left or whatever. And so I just want to maybe open up the last few questions or whatever in terms of just like practical things that you want to throw out there, um, maybe personal uh, for what maybe work and, and rest looks like in personal lives or for the church at large, or if there's any like, Maybe final words, challenges, or whatever that you want to offer to folks that might be listening. I, I mean, I think you you hit on it a couple minutes ago, Scott. But like Christians should be both better workers and better resters mm-hmm. than those that are working to gain something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a fact. You, like. And, and man, I, even a statement like that probably heaps guilt or heaps burden. <laughs> but like, no, like, you know, I, I think I shared on Sunday, like uh, Keller. You know, what is the responsibility of a Christian pilot? Mm. Primarily, it's it's to land the plane safely. That changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you understand, that's the sacred secular divide, and that's yeah. not a thing. But like, man, we should work hard and we should rest well, and and. Uh, I met with um, Josh Bowling, who's uh, a servant leader. He leads a team here at the village, um, Cable Connections. And he, so um, this is a plug, I guess, but it was really timely for me. He works at Interstate Batteries, and their um, their kind of tagline is outrageously dependable. And so, like, you, you get the idea that they're, like, their job is to make batteries that last a long time. Yeah, they last a long time. Yeah. Right? And then you wouldn't read this, like, on the NASCAR because yeah. they, they're, like, yeah. huge company, you know? This is their purpose. Are you ready for this? This is on the business card. Uh, to glorify God and enrich lives as we deliver the most trustworthy source of power to the world. Hmm. Interstate batteries. Right? And that's not, they, they don't yeah. have the, the positive or negative press as Chick-fil-A does. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, I, the other day I'm talking to my dad and he's like, no, I, I went and got, and he literally said an interstate battery. I was like, Dude, like, that that. makes me happy. Absolutely, yeah. To just see that. And and then here's the thing. Josh is talking about working for that company and, like, the the thing that my boss told me. Josh Bowling, hope it's okay to be sharing this stuff. But (laughs) he was like, my my boss said family first. Like, you know, and and so you begin to, like, oh. And so he's like, man, if if there's an emergency, like, go. You know, and, like, just seeing, like, then then it becomes part of the ethic. But what's their job? It's to make great Mm -hmm. batteries. And so... Yeah, personal application, we talk about it forever, but like make sure that you're working hard in whatever mm. it is that you're doing to to the glory of God and no one else. Yeah. Right? When you do that, you're going to love your neighbors well and you're going to do your job well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when you do that, know that you should rest well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What does it look like? Rhythms? Ah, a lot to learn and a lot to kick around, but. Yeah, I mean, I think practically, too, like, there's no hierarchy of, like, more dignified work over the other. Again, there's certainly huge. things that are, yes. like, out of bounds so that we don't want to talk about. But there's no, you know, whatever situation you find yourself in or whatever you're doing, um, man, there's just dignity and value. And I would challenge to, you know, find ways that you're bringing order and beauty for the benefit of others, right? So there, and, and that's in every type of work. And as I yeah. reflected on that, it's like every type of work does that. And then, yeah, you get to interact with people. You get to, you know, be a part of a culture. You get to create the culture. You get to, you know, uh, interact with other, you know, image-bearing people that are um, 
you know, whether coworkers or, or, or customers or, you know, whatever that might may be. But at the end of the day, like your job is bringing order and beauty for the benefit of others and to Absolutely. find that. And, and it doesn't matter where in your head that you think I'm not there. I wish I, you know, I wish I would have chosen that path 10 years ago. I would have been like, man, like I get all that. And we haven't hit on like, how do you discern what yeah. your work should be? I mean, there's just so much to unpack oh, gosh, yeah. um, with that. But man, you, you know, if, faithfully trusting Christ and following him and allowing him to transform you and you know how you approach your work is mm-hmm. a huge win no matter what you find yourself doing yeah and then yeah, that frees you work hard be the best at it that you can be at your job not the best at you know try to be better than Michael like yeah. I'm not going to be the preacher Michael Graham is yeah. and I hate that I can't but I can rest in that you know what I mean I, like, I won't like, be absolutely. the drug dealer that you that's are. right so I mean. so I was describing what I was doing today, and he, he, his face just went almost completely blank. Like, what are you talking about? But, um, but I just think like, be the best that you can be, that God's gifted you to be, and and, and you know, work hard. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, same thing. Challenge you to whatever it is that you do throughout the day. Like, put that underneath the vision of this idea that you're called to bring order and beauty for the mm-hmm. benefit of others. Like. Find find your work there, like mm-hmm. see it in that way, and it will. I, I think it'll change the way that you see what it is that you put your hands to, mm-hmm. um, and then also like how do you make time to, to just dwell and rest in whatever it is that you are putting your hand to <clears throat> throughout the week and practically, man. Like, are you doing that for members of your family? Um, are members of your family doing that for you? Are you inviting them to help you like with that? Because I, I think that's a a family thing or community thing, right? Um, to invite other people in your community to, to maybe help you enjoy rest or figure that out or help frame what work looks like for you or whatever. Like, I think, I think this is more than just an individual, mm. well, you just need to think about this on your own or whatever, but like, man, talk about this in community and figure out what rest looks like for you because chances are there might be other people that know actually what's better for you than, <laughs> than you do, uh, especially if you are stuck in uh, like work having dominion over you, like mm-hmm. you're not going to be seeing clearly or mm-hmm. whatever around that. So, man, I think it's a it's a community. We are a community project, you yeah. know. So invite others into that as well. Your family and in church and all that. So, man, so much more that we could talk about around those things. Hopefully, that uh, at the end of the day was at least stimulating in some way for thoughts and questions mm-hmm. and other stuff. And yeah, if there is stuff you want to chat about, like bring it up, like shoot us questions or bring it up with your community group or talk amongst yourselves, you know, all that stuff. Uh, man, would love to uh, have this maybe stoke some of those conversations and thoughts. So thanks for listening. Hope this was helpful. Thanks for joining us, Adam. Yeah, uh, We'll see you sometime, maybe soon, back yeah. on the podcast. That'd so, be great. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya.